Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast, the podcast about the travel lifestyle. I'm Justin Castle, calling in this week from New York City, New York. And I'm Mike Margulies, calling in today from Owings Mills, Maryland. And our guest is Larissa Olenikoff, a.k.a. the Blonde Gypsy, in Laguna Beach, California at the moment. Larissa, how's it going? Heyo. Fantastic. Thank you for, for having me on here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yes, um, thank you. So, uh, so Larissa, uh, your blog is uh, it's blonde-gypsy.com, yeah? Um, yeah. And the blonde you... gypsy was taken, unfortunately. Oh, and someone <laughs> got to it first. <laughs> I like it better, though, now. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess lately you've been focusing, you were telling us you're focusing mainly, uh, you've been living in the Balkans and Eastern Europe, and that's kind of become your area of expertise uh, lately. Um, actually, you know what I'd be curious is what do you like the most about the Balkans and Eastern Europe? Oh, I mean, have you ever traveled there before? I have not. I've been to, uh, like Western Europe, you know, Rome and Ibiza, Amsterdam, Barcelona, um, never Eastern Europe though. Yeah. So it's like completely opposite of that in a way. I mean, I think it's not, but it is like the thing I love the most is just how unpredictable it is. Um, You know, there's still less restrictions there because a lot of the countries aren't, you know, formally in the EU yet. And um, so I don't know, it just gives like a good atmosphere to the place or just at least one that I really enjoy. You know, it's kind of like uh, the dive bar of Europe, I suppose. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What do you mean? And what do you mean by unpredictable? Like what has like what's something that's unpredictable? Like there's a lot of you don't know what's going to happen or with with regard to like like interruptions to travel or or like just really, you know, backcountry feel. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not like the capitals are, there's the capitals are very cosmopolitan and stuff. But yeah, for sure, like their schedules, for example, in a lot of places, but they don't always go. And um, mm. just, you know, the, like spontaneity of like the people there, I think I love the most. Right. Like cool. you can, you walk into a restaurant that seems maybe kind of dark and dull and then like, you leave best friends with the people. They just like paid oh. for your whole dinner at the table next to you. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's a really warm place as well. Like, which is interesting because it's definitely, you know, I've lived in Sweden and um, the standard of living is maybe right. much higher, but people are just seem so much happier and in, enjoying life in, in some of those parts. And that really, it's like a magnet to me. That's right. awesome. You know, when you're saying that, there's a kind of the same sorts of things that appeal to me about Southeast Asia. I know, and it's it's just that that feel of this warmth and friendliness, and uh, that like, everything's a little bit less organized, you know, and structured, and there's you know that element of chaos and kind of I don't know. I guess to me, it's like people are more kind of go with the flow in the moment. At least in Southeast Asia, it sounds like I've never been, you know, like I was saying to Eastern Europe or the Balkans, but from what you're describing, it sounds like a similar sort of feel. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's like my personality or my brain. So I guess that's why I just go so well with it. Right. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of place I would like. I mean, versus like where we all are right now in the USA. uh, I mean, it's definitely a lot more of a, I mean, you can just see it. Look at the way the traffic moves. It's like very ordered, (laughs) you know, stop lights and signs. And like, you know, if you're in Thailand, it's sort of like some of them are optional, you know, (laughs) or in Vietnam, even more. I I don't know. Is it's and a lot of things are just very structured and ordered and stuff, which has been a big culture shock for me being back. Um, 
you know, as the for Eastern Europe and the Balkans, do you find the similar kind of thing? It's, you know, does it spill over into the traffic and all that other stuff too? For sure in the Balkans. I mean, like I was saying before, you know, bef you, Ukraine and Poland were kind of on my uh, list like a few years ago. Like that's, they were at the top of my list, like for in terms of exploration. But now like Poland, I, I've, when I'm, walking around there sometimes i feel like it's more developed than london but um oh, okay. yeah, yeah in the in the balkans for sure like driving is <laughs> definitely a liability and um i mean right. but it works it's not as crazy as maybe yeah Southeast it works Asia. in like some weird way you know <laughs> yeah no, it's not quite yeah. as crazy yet. <laughs> no and i mean another thing too about the balkans what i really like and i don't know if it's the same where in thailand but um there's just so much left to explore like there's definitely the main tourist sites but there's if you spend enough time there you'll start to find that there's like oh there's this place you know you talk to enough locals like there's they're not secrets but it's just like they're like oh you care you want to know like it's beautiful right. come see it and then you it's i don't know i like that more like exploring and discovering right so right. Like the, there's opportunities to find yeah so you, you're there's like opportunities to find less trodden sort of places yeah I guess. yeah there's nothing worse than rocking up to a place and just like seeing tour buses being unloaded, <laughs> right. you know? yeah. yeah yeah um it's like it's, it's go ahead man no it's, it's it just sounds like i i know i share the sentiment uh, especially in new york <laughs> i don't want to yeah. see those buses but i can um, imagine even though i'm trying to guide them myself now right and um <laughs> i know you've written recently as of late been taking people out to the Balkans and taking them on tours throughout the area what are some of the highlights that you take them to or you just take them off the beaten path like no you know I mean uh, for the tours that I did last year it was kind of to the main cities that anyone would go to but the the biggest draw or the biggest pro that we had to the tour was that we just had our own transportation because that's a big issue in those parts like um everything it looks like on paper really close and easy to get to but in actuality it's not so um it was more just connecting people and introducing them even because um this year i probably will start to focus more on places that are less visited maybe not even written in guidebooks but last huh. year for example, I uh, was in um, Serbia, Sarajevo, oh, sorry, Serbia, Bosnia, Montenegro, and we went to like the main cities like Belgrade, Sarajevo, Mostar, Kotor. Cool. And then um, on the other tour, we were in Macedonia and Albania and hitting like, we hit the main towns, but you know, we'd stop off, you know, for lunch in some obscure little, we didn't even have it planned, but it would just, yeah. you know, turn out to be a really great, great um, stop. So, Things like that. It's just a place where that can happen, which is why right. it's. I would never lead a tour around Paris, for example. Gotcha. And and with that area, like, are you are you taking these people around via, you know, uh, transportation? Are you are you guys hoofing it? Are you walking everywhere? No, I mean, we take, we don't walk from like Belgrade to Sarajevo, but like <laughs> yeah. once, once we're in the city, we, yeah, we walk around and it, if there's a site, you, what basically we hire, we, we have different, I have different contacts in the countries, um, to take, uh, sorry, you have like, like fixers companies and basically. stuff. <laughs> sorry. You have like fixers on the ground. 
No, I'm a fixer, but I have, oh, like, Oh, you were the fixer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the fixer. I have, like, a bus company, for example, in Albania or um, Serbia. So they're, like, fully licensed to take people around. And I just, you know, I hire them out and I just have the, we have the bus the whole time. So they take us mostly just between the cities. But if we decide to do like a day trip out somewhere, maybe we, they're also at our disposal disposal. But right. um, yeah, for, I mean, it's, it's a mix between like what you would think is a normal tour right. and just like hanging with your friends, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. So you have like some places you have like a trajectory of sorts. It sounds, but like you kind of let it go off on tangents or whatever, see where things go. Oh yeah, we freestyle there too. That's, yeah, I, mean, that's I like how we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it turns out better that way. I think in the yeah. end, for the most yeah. part, I, I I think so. More memorable. Right. Yeah, I, I I think plans are overrated. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. High five to that. Yeah, I'm giving you a high five. That's um, <laughs> digital, digital Did- high five. Just <laughs> you and me. <laughs> That's an uh, uh, insane that- parody. If you didn't know that. I mean, I, I think, I, um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Moving um, on. <laughs> that um, happened, that happened. Yeah, um, I, I I think that, like, you know, that is the definitely for me, it sounds like we're like-minded in this uh, sense, Larissa. Like, I like, that's what I liked about Southeast Asia, and it sounds like you're attracted to the same thing in uh, Eastern Europe. It's that, that little bit of, um, little bit of chaos in there, yeah, like, stirs it up a little bit um you know leaving the plans a little bit open i feel like that's easier to do when i've been traveling at least than since being home you know it's uh for whatever whatever that's worth um yeah do you do you have that kind of like for you i mean i guess maybe i'm just kind of reflecting kind of the process i'm going through at the moment being back in the u.s for the first time in a while but is it similar for you do you feel like any kind of culture shock or are there things that are weird adjustments or maybe you've kind of gone through the process a few times i don't know Oh, no. You know, I've gone through the process so many times for, like, being home and then uh, traveling abroad. Like, because when I'm home, I'm very much home. I'm not, you know, I'm mm. spending time with my family. I'm, like, hibernating, basically. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. right. but I did, I only have culture shock. Like, for example, when I was just traveling, I was traveling for seven months straight. And um, for the first uh, five months... Five and a half months, I was in the Balkans, and then I flew to London for World Travel Market, and uh, I was like having a major culture shock. I'm first of all, <laughs> pr- but it was over. You know, it was just like prices and everything was organized. Right. Yeah, right. but um, but to come home, like to where I'm, I'm used to. You know, uh, that's been done too many times, so I just right. jump right back in. Where as you know, before it would take me like maybe a month or two to like contact people and be like, Hey, I'm home. I needed to kind of like, yeah. I don't know, catch up on everything, but now I can kind of do it. So I'm, I'm getting to be a ninja at processing things and also being gotcha. social. So. Gotcha. So, yeah. so for Mike, I guess it just takes repetition. Is that your advice for him, Larissa? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, don't <laughs> force yourself to do anything you don't want to do, you know, because I think there's always expectations that, oh, you've been away for so long. And so you have to see this person and that person and you have to yeah. figure out what you're doing next, especially. And yeah, that's the I big question. That, yeah, that's, but, that's the one that bought, that bothers me the most recently. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, the truth of the matter too. is, I don't know. You know, it's yeah. just, um, you know, still in the process of figuring it out. But I feel like there's more pressure at home to be like, oh, what's your plan? 
Right. And it's like, well, I don't know. I'm <laughs> like, like Larissa, yeah. do you have any advice for Mike? And ha- like, have you felt those pressures and in, in, in your trips back and forth? And do you have advice for Mikey? For sure. I mean, luckily, my parents and, and my family are really supportive. Like, they're not like coming down really hard on me like you need to like have something stable and this and that they've just been like they've come to the realization that okay you're unstable but you're making it work so just come home and like say hello sometimes but um (laughs) at first yeah I I definitely you know I'm still figuring it out to be honest because I'm not I don't have anything I'm still coming up with new ideas and have ideas for new projects and stuff but um I guess my biggest advice would just be to not dwell, like look forward, you know, don't like look too far back and just try to think what you can do next. Like, and you'll, it will take time maybe, but, um, clarity will set in and, and you'll maybe realize what, what it is, where you want to be, what you want to do and if you, and how to get there. Yeah, I, I I do. That's that's pretty sound advice. I I think that's the right. I think you're right. That's the healthy attitude, you know. And I do generally have the faith that yeah, you know, um, it'll work itself out. And it's really well. I guess what I'm trying to do is let the pressure off of myself, despite what I'm perceiving to be as external pressures from you know being back in the U.S. It's really just you know myself. All right, it's okay. It'll like you're saying. It'll kind of the dust will settle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Like, I don't yeah. know how old you are, but, you know. I'm 28. Okay, well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> how, wait, you, you're, wait, you're about, you're not a similar age? Or you I'm, just... yeah, I am. No, I am. And um, around. You don't have to tell okay. us. You don't you have, have to, to tell yeah, us. Yeah, sorry. It's, <laughs> no, it's escalating her age. Look, I'm no spring chicken, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, there's people. I thought you were 21 realize. from your picture. Thank you. I know. And um, that's really sweet of you. But uh, no, people, it doesn't, there's no uh, set schedule of when this needs to be figured out by and whatever. It's people, and I think a lot, too many people try to force it when it shouldn't be time. And then they end up like so unhappy and probably not doing as well as they could be because they um, just settled. Settled for something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's, um, I don't know if everyone agrees with me here, but it's okay. <laughs> well, I, I you feel... know, just prove them wrong, and, yeah. and then uh, they don't have no to talk. Well, I was, yeah. I wanted, some advice I got from my – I worked with a career counselor for a long time, and they and uh, the lady that I worked with is very, very great, very great. And she always said, you know, you want to move out of a place of inspiration. You want to move towards inspiration and not move toward, you know – not move as a result of anxiety or pressure. So wait, yeah, wait until you feel that inspiration, and then you'll ah. It'll so come. don't don't run out of the U.S. just yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you're inspired, then and it, it's mo- and you're like, yeah, that's that. Basically, you want to be motivated by something positive, not something negative. Correct. Run towards something, not away from something. That's you got right. it, man. If you're running yeah, away, yeah. you're you're running. You're doing. You're making your decisions for an unhealthy reason. Not to yeah, say that it's that. not to say that you can't. It can't be a, a way to make a decision that is pressing, but it's a, just a better, more you know, psychologically sound way of making decisions. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I think that. I would sure. say that's solid. For sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my like, if I can just uh, relate to that at all, I mean. 
I, I want to get back to the Balkans as soon as possible, but I know, like, I need time to sort of, I don't want to just, like, hastily do it, you know? I, right. I know I could go mm, and, like, yeah. probably survive, but I'd rather, like, just feel a little more prepared, even though you can't, not necessarily prepared, but just, like, organize in my mind. So sometimes it takes time. I know for sure, like, I'm trying to get out there by April, um, mm, right. but, um, you know, if I had, like, in a, I would be there today if, if I could, but um, yeah. Sometimes you just need time to reflect, take time. So don't yeah, worry, man. Gotcha. We're here for you. Oh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll it always it always kind of works itself out. I think. Yeah, uh, you'll be good, brother. One, one way or another. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 excited for the opportunities that you have, and also Larissa, I'm excited for your opportunities that you're going to the Balkans too. Um, yeah, well, it sounds, it sounds like you found like a kind of your uh, your spot, you know, your uh, inspiration, your your you my have, jam. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've um, I guess you've got like different bases in around. Uh, I think I was reading something on your site, right? You've got you know various of your possessions are scattered up around different bases in the world. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like, yeah, a couple years ago, it was a bit more ridiculous. Like, I mean, I still have clothes in Odessa, Ukraine, for example. I still have stuff <laughs> in in Sweden, um, like a great winter jacket that I, I'm missing today. It's actually cold in California. Um, and, uh, and, and now I have stuff in the Balkans. And um, I think, you know, I didn't at that time. It kind of just happened that way. But now I'm going to actually make a, an official base this year in the somewhere in the Balkans. Nice, and, nice. And um, and see how that goes because cool. it's really like as awesome as it sounds. Traveling for seven months straight, it's so tiring to just yeah. like yes. not have anywhere to yeah. retreat to when you need. Um, and like just be at the mercy of hotel rooms or right. yeah. hostels. I'm, I'm, no, cu- I, definitely. I'm curious. You, you mentioned you've got stuff all over the, the, uh, the map. Are they literally like, are they in lockers places? Or are they just stashed away? Like, do you literally have things stored in different places throughout the world? They're with my very, very kind friends. Ah, <laughs> in cool. their in their closets and in their storage yeah <laughs> in a box no. that says larissa <laughs> yeah or they're wearing it right now i don't know i don't care but um hey, yeah it's no, good. I, someone else is getting used out of stuff right yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i'm really lucky i have a lot of good friends in in a lot of places so um that's something that's also m- just made it my traveling so easy is i yeah. never you know i never have like this loneliness or something or like a feeling that I don't have someone nearby. Cause even if I'm in a different country, like in Europe, for example, it's just great knowing you can call someone if you're in a bind and be like maybe on an overnight bus or something to them. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's awesome. I I think what you have going as a, it's a really cool thing. Like just the idea of having different sort of bases or establishing one. Um, it's, yeah, I think that's really neat to just have kind of a, just having a place that feels you know home. And uh, after someone, if you're traveling for a long time, I can see like that is something that's is a valuable thing, you know. Yeah. Especially, if, I think especially for travelers like us, it's um, I guess you you eventually need some stillness too. So. It's more about yeah, and it's also about like 
getting work done. Yes, <laughs> I'm absolutely. not a, I can't, I'm not like a trained writer. Sometimes if mm. I get lucky, I'll get like this big bolt of like inspiration while I'm sitting on in a bus or on a train. But in general, I'm just like zoning out and listening to music. And then I'm right. like, mm-hmm. where did those eight hours go? I could have just been <laughs> doing something. And then I, I don't, when I'm visiting a city, I don't like to think about work no one right. does but i mean i really right. i mean I, of course i do when i have to um but i just try to make it so i can like fully immerse myself into the moments there because what's what am i wh- how what am i doing then if i'm not <laughs> i might right. as well be here back here again or something so oh, gotcha. I, I, that makes total sense i mean i think when yeah in phases of moving like that's where you're, you know the excitement's coming from is like you're moving and you're seeing things there's a lot going on a lot happening life's happening at lightning speed on its own and i think naturally with stillness comes like you know working and stillness kind of come together so right. like even so yeah it make, uh, that makes a lot of sense yeah and with with your travels you've been traveling for a long time you've been traveling on and off you told us for around 10 years um and uh, you also mentioned that you visit some other country outside of the U.S. for, you know, about half of the year. Is that correct? I'll be away, like abroad. You'll be away. I mean, You'll be abroad. Yeah. Mostly it's been Europe. Or like, yeah, mostly it's been Europe. I'd say 90% of it has been Europe. So it's, as you know, it's so easy to just like be in different countries. Um, right. Yeah. In the same like jaunt or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been and, a long time. <laughs> and ha- so you've been doing this for a while and, you know, I wanted to know for our listeners, like what, how are you able to do it? How are you able to go away so often and be able to be, you've been doing it for 10 years. So you got some type of, you got some type of, uh, you know, uh, I guess habit or not habit. what's it called mechanism worked out that you can, you know, be home for a little while and then be be in Europe or be in you know other parts of the world how how do you make that work yeah i mean i i'm a commitment phobe basically <laughs> uh, <laughs> <High> no, <five. laughs> no i think I, we all are <laughs> yeah but like it started where it was i mean i started I've been traveling actually my whole life. I've been really lucky in that like when I was younger, I I did family trips and stuff. Um, Not anywhere like totally crazy and for months at a time, but that's what sort of bit me when the bug bit me. And then Mm -hmm. um, as soon as I was of age to be traveling on my own and my mom wasn't going to kill me, I, (laughs) uh, and I was in school, university, I basically just like, I worked the whole time I was in university, so I would just save up for the whole year and then spend the summer months traveling. And I stayed in school long enough, uh, maybe too long, but um, (laughs) so it, it just was kind of that thing. Like in breaks, I would... That's why I'd said I'd go two or three times a year in that time. Um, On any break that I could, I'd save up for that. And then, um, yeah. And then after that, I just, it was more, I just didn't have like a job. I was trying to do just like freelance stuff. So I didn't have a schedule per se. But I mean, it's been a, a mix of finding work, finding stuff to do while I'm on the road. And then, or just like, staying put for a period saving up and then going gotcha okay yeah cool and and it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing right now trying to get ready for this balkans 
uh, trip in a few months. Yeah, and also, and I mean, I've always wanted to be back and forth. Like I've, I didn't, I've never wanted to leave the U.S. permanently. I mean, my family's here. I'm, I'm very close with them, and um, but so I, I always had a base here, and I will always have a base here, but. Um, yeah, it's time for a new chapter and, um, this will be a different one because it's like, I've never kind of been like doing an entrepreneurial thing where I'm, I'm doing my own business or consultancy. It's just, I mean, freelance writing and stuff like that. You can't really, I wouldn't call it entrepreneurship yet. Uh, I think that's all pretty awesome though, what you're doing. I mean, even uh, just to be able, the freelancing stuff is cool too in its own right, you know, to be able yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can be, you're able to do a job that can support you doing the thing you love is traveling and you can do it from a laptop basically, right? From anywhere. Right. Um, so I think just having that alone is really cool. And now what you're doing is also awesome too. You're going to be doing, you know, delving into entrepreneurship, doing these tours. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I think these are all around like really awesome thing. I mean, these are things that I myself, I'm aspiring to kind of get into that kind of um uh, set up, you know, for can, sure. And I, I'm yeah. not trying to discredit like freelance writers by any means, by the way, I just, what I meant by that is I've never made enough money just by freelance writing right. to Got support okay. myself. Um, yeah. so I, you know, and I just, I'm also, uh, trying to collaborate with different organizations and stuff. As I mentioned, I mean, I'm, I want to work more, not just to in like for press trips and stuff like that. I actually want to work in tourism development. So right. um, to be based there is going to help a lot for connections and stuff to find something like I want like some sort of monthly steady stream. That's like right. what I'm looking like, at least like something that I know for sure is going to be there because it hasn't been. And that's it gets quite stressful, to gotcha. be honest. So this way with with the, you know, setting up tours and stuff, you'll know what you're doing, you know, where you'll be, you know, you'll have an idea of where where your income is going to be coming from. So you can feel more comfortable with being there longer, it sounds like. Yeah, but actually the tours are just kind of going to be for fun. I am actually. Yeah. In, oh, OK, I, cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that the thing is that there we'll see. Maybe I'll want to do more. But um, last year I did it. I, I did it with another blogger this year. I'm going to be doing it with it. One of them with another blogger, but they're quite tiring. So I don't know. I mean, it's not something you can do full time unless you're like superwoman. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm yeah, but in you, touch I mean, it, with the, yeah. a lot of different like uh, regional um, people. I may partner up with regionally for like whether it's social media promotion of um, of like. The tourism boards there suck. Like I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> right. so it, that's been a bit difficult. But this past year, I've made a lot of connections with people who are actually trying to like promote the region in like a less corrupt way. And so right. I've, I, I, that's actually where I'm going to like try to do more work. But the tours are will definitely be like a big, a big cherry on top. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I mean, it sounds like in a lot of ways you're still kind of. Uh, you know, working out some of the details. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, well, you've, you're obviously capable of it because that's how, what you've been doing, right? For that, whatever these past ten yeah. years. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I can, t I for one certainly kind of respect that. Uh, you know, kind of the the idea, and maybe another answer to your question, Justin, is like you kind of made 
travel just a priority for something you want to do and let you know you figured right. out how to make them the ends meet to make it work right but you made that a priority it sounds and so made yeah, it yeah exactly but in now that it's like yes i know i can just leave tomorrow and I, I will make it work somehow but i just i'm at the point i'm getting older and i want to actually have something you're almost 22 right <laughs> yeah exactly so by 23 i want to have something more built and um solid in a way right. i mean yeah and that's like, a fair aspiration also i think yeah yeah gypsies need a something solid at least something yeah solid. <laughs> yeah they can go around and then you know but they just need somewhere to come back to right i gotcha yeah. that's yeah, cool definitely. and maybe maybe balkans you know maybe that's it um i, I was I was this has been in my mind the whole time and i wanted to ask you so you're really promoting the balkans it's from what you've described, it's just very, very laid back, very off the beaten path. It's, it's, you know, north of Greece, it's in that region, but it's just not as traversed, you know, like, what do you, you know, why do you think more travelers haven't gone there? And, and yeah, just why, why do you think that? Uh, I mean, there's so many answers to that question, but, um, I mean, Maybe I can ask uh, Mike, why didn't you go to the Balkans when oh. you were in Europe? <laughs> like, um, why did you go to Rome and why didn't you go to, like, Podgorica? Ah, uh, uh, okay. Well, um, well, the first time I went to Europe, yeah, I I was working, you know, at, like, a, a proper job at the time. And I had, like, my whole two weeks of vacation that I was allowed to use. And so um, I kind of made this scheme, hey, we're going to go to five cities in two weeks. And so we just yeah. kind of picked five. Yeah. We did that trip, the fast packing trip. Um, but the real answer is I haven't been yet. <laughs> okay. Um, but all, can it, I, what about, do you know where it is? Um, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, like, do you know the countries? Like, where, I not, couldn't sorry. name all, <laughs> I, I couldn't name all the countries, I, but I did Google Balkans before yeah, this podcast. Me too. So, <laughs> and, and, and so I know it's kind of like, yeah, like around Greece and all that yeah. kind of area. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Larissa. I did the same thing, and I'm staring <laughs> at a map right now. And yeah, what what I counts think... is it? Is it Greece, <laughs> Romania? Um, which countries are considered the Balkans? I think it's north of that, right? Yeah, north. So I mean, it like it really it varies. You could say even Turkey partially because it's on the peninsula. But um, I mean, like the core is like Albania, um, Macedonia. Kosovo, Serbia, Bulgaria, um, Serbia, did I say Serbia? Uh, Montenegro, Bosnia, Croatia. Mm -hmm. Some people would say Slovenia because it was part of Yugoslavia, but it's more Central European in nature, I think. But yeah, so that, that whole region. And so I think that is an answer in itself is I guess a lot of people don't know what's past Prague or south right. of Prague and... Um, I think also Balkans has had a negative connotation in the past, in recent history. People, when you th say Balkans, a lot of people think of the wars that were there right. in the 90s and um, early part of 2000s. And aside from that, it's just been like, the when I first started traveling there, it's just been a bitch to get to, basically, like mm. from the rest of okay. Europe. There weren't so many low-cost flights there, for example, and... Um, it's interesting to see like how that, how much those like Wizz Air flights and Ryanair flights actually affect 
where people travel yeah, while they're right. in Europe. So now more and more are coming. Like from London, I flew to Podgorica in Montenegro, and then from there you can get to the rest of the place. But also the problem is once you get to Podgorica, it's still a bit like fuzzy. Montenegro is cool, but like if you get like south more Albania, Macedonia. Um, there's just really a lack of information in terms of independent travel. I mean, the people, the locals know for sure. Right. They can, but for foreigners, because as I said, like schedules are, they're there sometimes, but they don't always go. And if they don't go, someone will know where else you can get a bus around the corner. But like these kinds of, it's that kind of a atmosphere in a lot of the right. places. So it is a bit more difficult, but in my opinion, that's what makes it more interesting. And, right. um, like fun quite yeah yeah i mean i I certainly um well hearing you talk about it it's certainly on my list um of places to go yeah um yeah i was like you know haven't been yet i I guess the (laughs) um i guess well i was doing basically india and southeast asia i'm a slow traveler though personally so it's sort of like you know i found the region i like it i'll slowly you know explore it and i guess once that that's up hey maybe the balkans will be the next region to Right. To spend some time in. Yeah, know. and I mean, I guess also like Southeast Asia and India, it's it's much cheaper than the rest of Europe. And so your, yes, your money that's can go a, much further. Right. That's a significant factor. Although in the Balkans, <laughs> your dollar goes pretty far though as well, yes? or Yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's, it's okay. cheaper. Okay, also in the Balkans. Also ah, cool. in the Balkans. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's definitely a, that's a, a nice good. factor. <laughs> Is there... Is there, well, I'm looking at the terrain and the terrain is, it looks very mountainous and I, and that might be, you know, part of the reason why, you know, tr- just historically, maybe because all the mountains and it looks like difficult terrain to travel. Maybe that's why your traditional backpackers having, you know, in throughout history or travelers in general haven't gone through there. Maybe that's, you know, historically. Yeah. I'm sure there's some backpacking community out there, though, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, so I forgot where I just was, but like, Lord Byron's <laughs> been through there and stuff. I mean, people have definitely traveled through there, especially Sarajevo um, was a oh, big yeah. hot, spot, hot spot back in the day. But um, yeah, I think, it, the, yes, but definitely the roads, like, there's not so many roads. And because of the war and a lot of the places, the infrastructure was pretty messed up. So like trains, for example, um, Bosnia, like there, you might as well, there's no trains there. You might as well just like try to walk everywhere. Uh, no, I mean, there's, (laughs) there's some good connections, but in general, a lot of the tracks were messed up. So, um, yeah, it's just, I guess it's not convenient And if you don't have time, then maybe it's not like your first choice. But what that's why like my the tours that I want to do, it's like essentially it's independent traveling. But I mean, you don't have to worry about like getting up super early for a bus that may not go. You know, the bus is going to go. It's going to stop when we want. It's not going to pick up like, you know, 40 people in the next stop and someone's going to be sitting on your lap. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. And that sounds like that sounds like a digestible way for somebody who's not a hardcore backpacker to get experience and get, you know, exposure to the area. Yeah. And to travel like 
basically a, a homie. It's not, I don't, <laughs> I'm not sitting there like K guys, like just bombarding them with history and stuff like that. Like part of the things that I didn't include, that I wasn't able to include last year that I'm going to do for sure this year is having a local with me at all times. So oh, cool. um, That'd be good. basically if they have, because so many questions just come up, you know, and it's a, it's a really, it's a region where the, it's pretty complicated and, no one, especially a non-local, can give you good answer. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to incorporate that and, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I, I don't mean to paint the whole region as completely like this backcountry thing. Because, I mean, obviously, like between the bigger cities and stuff, like right. the bus routes are more frequent and um, like whatever. But just if you're going a bit off the path from there, it's it can get complicated. Gotcha. Gotcha. It sounds awesome, though. It sounds awesome. And people would be able to find info on your tours at at blonde-gypsy.com? Yes, yes, they can in in a few weeks' time. And they can also email me if they'd like a personal response. Oh, okay. What email address should they use? Uh, Just larissa at blonde-gypsy.com. Ah, perfect. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> and if you and for people listening, um, you got to check out her photography. She's got a on her website. She's got a mobile photography link or a section of the website. You can see all these great shots in Macedonia um, throughout the region. It looks it's just some really awesome, you know, photographs. And Thank you. Yeah, I, I that's the other that's my other jam is uh, iPhone photography. I. I don't. I have a camera, but I. You'll be. You don't need one anymore, though, right? The iPhone gets you such good quality. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's times that I wish maybe I had one for like low light settings and stuff. Mm. But in general, I think like I'm just of the mindset that yeah, for sure, the best camera you have is the one on you. And me personally, that's always my phone. I don't. I don't like being bogged down by heavy equipment and. Um, you miss so many, so many shots that way. Yeah. Yeah. As a minimalist, it's the perfect camera. It's like also <laughs> your, your, your internet device. It's also your MP3 player. It's also, <laughs> so yeah. it, it works out pretty well. Um, For sure. well, awesome. we want to ask you one more question, Larissa. Okay. What is something you'd like to do in your life that you haven't done yet before you die? Oh, that's like a tough question. There's too That's many. That's not supposed things. to be an easy question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it could be something you want to do next week. It could be anything. <laughs> I mean, like, look, we're talking about travel here. So, in terms of travel, somewhere I want to go, maybe before I die, is um, I'm really interested in. Uh, in Iran in the stands. I've been meaning mm. to go there for years, but I just kind of got like oh, sidetracked cool. in the Balkans. Um, but Iran, my father was actually born there. So okay. like he, he's of Russian descent, but he was born there and he grew up there uh, and he left when he was about 15. So I grew up with this sort of weird Persian influence in my life. Uh, and that's right. cool. my dad can speak Farsi to my Persian friends and um, so I've just always been intrigued since I was little about going yeah. there because he, he talks it up to be an amazing place. And, um, and then, yeah, the stands, uh, Kyrgyzstan and, um, Uzbekistan and 
all the Kazakhstan, all the places, former Soviet countries, because cool. I need to get yeah. my Russian wheels spinning again. Uh-huh. And you can I hear sp- it's a good place. You can speak pretty fluently? No. No, no. okay. <laughs> but I can, like, try to get out of a bribe. I can, like... Enough to be dangerous. Yeah, no. <laughs> Enough to be, like, safe, I guess, and, and party. <laughs> Which is all you need in life. Yeah. Where is the alcohol? <laughs> yeah. How do you say that in, is, I guess, Russian, right? Gdje uh, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I just and learned. then just like Devai, like let's let's drink. Devai. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna so you know the most important stuff. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try every country I go to to learn at least that. Yeah, I learned cheers actually, and and pretty much every country. That's one of the first. I learned hello, thank you, and cheers. And the first wow. words I learned. <laughs> you have to. You have to. <laughs> awesome. All right. Hey, awesome. Um. Well, yeah. Folks can find you at blonde-gypsy.com. You're also on Twitter. Yeah, at blonde gypsy. I'm assuming. At the, the blonde gypsy. At the blonde. Oh, you got the. Oh. I did get the the for the. Yeah, Twitter. I got it on Twitter. I got it on Instagram. Okay. And maybe Pinterest. And probably Facebook? google plus i don't know oh yeah the facebook i'm on i'm the blonde gypsy and oh, i love my people there so i'd love more people to join them they're awesome <laughs> you can find her on the facebook the gypsy <laughs> the facebook it used to be the facebook originally yeah really yeah well, we we'll, ahead of the times. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what we'll do is, as always, uh, compile in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at wtepodcast.com, all the ways uh, that you folks can find Larissa uh, with the proper these and hyphens applied to all the different URLs. <laughs> so don't. Um, so, so you don't, don't have to worry about, about figuring it, yeah. it out because I'll I'll sort it out for everybody. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, please do check out Larissa at uh, the blonde gypsy or at blonde-gypsy.com and uh, all the other, we'll post up to all those links. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Larissa. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. And good luck, Mike. Again, yeah. We're here for you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, no, you're inspiring. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll find my way one yeah. another. So thank you, you for uh, the, the inspiration. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And everyone, thank you for listening to Walking the Earth podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Namaste. Peace. Later. (laughs) Next time on Walking the Earth podcast, Mike and I talk with Justin Cook, co-host of the Empire podcast, co-owner of Empire Flippers, an online marketplace for buying and selling websites, and a person who lives a location-independent lifestyle. We hear the story of how he and his partner built a business overseas that allowed them to be location-independent, and we get a glimpse into Justin's lifestyle. Check that out online at wtepodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and don't forget to send us a tweet at WTEPodcast.com.